When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show with co-host Catherine Brandt, Andy Brandt Bernard, Mike Molina, and Chris Domino. Our special guest, Chris <laughs> Domino, out there at the Radio Road today. And we'll be right back, kick things off, Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Due to the billions of marketing dollars spent by Walzer Automotive on Tom Bernard Podcast, you hopefully know that Walzer sells cars. What you might not know is that they also have two full-service collision repair centers in the Twin Cities. They're fully certified by all insurance carriers and can help you navigate all the paperwork if you ever have an accident. But wait, there's more. They've also been in the paintless dent repair business for nearly 30 years and can take those pesky dings out for just a fraction of what traditional bodywork costs. Broken windshield? Walzer Collision is a fleet of full-service mobile glass repair trucks as well. Walzer are pros at body and glass repair, but don't take my word for it. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and a nearly perfect 4.8 Google rating. Check them out at walzercollision.com. Why are we playing Daddy's Girl? Oh, I feel like running away, man. It's uh, freezing. <laughs> you big baby. Oh. <laughs> I called him out big on it. Big baby. So. I called him out. I said, do people up here still say they're freezing? What the hell are you talking about? I know. Oh, yeah. Every I winter. Mean, uh, well, I mean, it does get up to like 90-something in the summer, so the, the swing <laughs> is uh, pretty intense. Minnesotans are pretty happy over 20 degrees. Yeah. Yep. If it's over 20, they're not complaining about the weather too much. But under 20, they start really getting the It is great to see everybody in downtown <laughs> that you can tell is from out of town. Oh, just, bun- bundled yeah, and hunched. Yeah. Bundled yeah. and hunched. Tom, I was worried. I didn't bring a hat. I didn't bring gloves. This is my... Uh, Why? Oh, God. Oh, this is my moment. I want to find <laughs> out. If, listen, I'm not telling you I'm sleeping outdoors. <laughs> but I did take a stand. This I is said, my moment. <laughs> I'm to find yeah. out if I can get through the weekend. Yeah, Tom won't wear gloves or a hat or anything either. Or a coat. Or boots. He I, won't do any I, of it. He thinks I, it's I, for nerds or something. No, I never had. Look, again, I grew up <laughs> poor, as, for nerds. poor as hell. <laughs> No boots, no yeah. coat, no hats, Whatever. no. We didn't have any of that stuff. Oh, so you're just so you're uh, 
staying true to your roots. Staying true freezing to my your roots. butt off. You know what he is? Staying true to your roots. He's keeping it 100. I know what he's doing. He's ah. keeping it 100. See? <laughs> See? Well, at zero degrees, you have 30 minutes until your fingers uh, die, so... <laughs> Stay stay outside uh, for less than that. Oh, listen again. I'm that's not. My, that's my advice. I'm not pitching a tent. I'm in. A, I'm in a hotel room where I actually control the room temperature. But as I walk <laughs> around, I'm not doing yeah. a hat. I'm not going to yeah. do gloves. I've never worn a scarf in my life. And I uh, listen. I'm hoping to. I'm not very tall. I used to be a little bit taller. I think that's happened. But I'm not going to walk over like the visitor that I actually am. Oh. No, I don't, you don't I, want to do that. I don't want to look That's like true. a tourist. I don't want to look like a guy who's just here for a couple of days freezing his ass off. I want to look look like a guy who, hey, that guy might actually be from here. You don't want to look like a guy whose pockets are looking to be picked? Is, is, that, is that what it is? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, people, yeah. tourists are like everywhere yeah. on earth uh, where there are a lot of tourists. There's a lot of pickpocketing. Well, because they bring a ton of money. Right. That's the whole idea as well. Now, it used to be more of a cash-driven world. You know, I don't, I don't know yeah, who's walking around. True. Only idiots are walking around. Tom, did you have relatives, like the few that actually had money, who flaunted their money all over the place, could not get it out? I had a couple of relatives who could not get money out of their pockets quick enough to show the world that they had money. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People love to show off that they <laughs> Here's the problem, and I, I tell young people this, you know, whenever they ask me the question, I said, I don't care how much money you have ever. A lesson I learned in life is I don't care if you're worth $200 million. Tell everyone else you're broke mm-hmm. or they will try to get it from you. No doubt. No, no doubt. doubt about it. You, and it, Your look, best plays always, oh, I'm broke. I'm broke. And I think we talked about it one day. It's a lot like how many women you slept with, how much money you have. Uh, right. I, I can deal in a multiple of what you're talking about because I'm not buying it. Yep. No, it's exactly it. All, all the wonderful things and this, that, and the other. Nope, sorry, I, I, uh, my wife hates me, I'm broke, my kids hate me, and uh, I'm going to lose my house any day now. Oh, man. They will run away from you. There's, there's nothing better than an Italian show-off. What do you need, your niddle or something? What do you need? What, what do you need? I hand you a 20 like it was a 1,000. Hey, what do you need? You need a 20? Here, take a 20. I, I'm not kidding. I, I've seen guys who had their money, the rubber band around it. Don't do a money clip. Don't do a wallet. Money, I mean, how... How, how bougie is that? That you're actually breaking well, out rolled up pills with a, with a rubber yeah. band around it. And that one is not on the outside. I can guarantee oh, you that. Oh, no that doubt about band. it. No doubt well, about it. It's got to be a hundo. Oh, got to yes, be a hundred on the outside. Yes, sir. They should have a service at the bank where you pay like a 10% to have your money uh, sprayed with gold paint. <laughs> so you can whip out gold dollar bills. So you could really show off. I, I, re- yeah, I do exactly. remember the first time I saw a $100 bill. I actually had a relative. It was like we all stood around it. We, we were gawking at it. That's a $100 bill. That's a $100 bill. That's a $100. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's $100 is a lot of money. I remember actually when I was a little, little boy, uh, we were living downtown, and my dad came home. With five, he got paid, uh-huh. and he went and cashed his paycheck, and he came home and displayed on top of the dresser five twenty-dollar bills. Mm-hmm. I will never forget that yeah. as long as well, I. I mean, live. you know, in the seventies, that was probably seventies. It would yeah. be in the fifties. Fifties? <laughs> what? Oh, you mean like really, really? Oh, really little. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was well, four. well, yeah. At that time, that was Sorry. like five hundred dollars in today's money, and that's, yeah, that's, that's not right. a bad amount of money. My, That's about right, yeah. The Irish side of my family, we don't speak about a lot. And, you know, last names so nobody really... <laughs> no, I'm just saying, the Italian-Irish weddings, they, there are a lot of them around this country. But my mother's father, the Irish side, he'd get paid... Now, think about this. Now, this, this man was a drinker, and so were his friends. And, and if I told you... I don't even know what I'm allowed to say because this is a quote-unquote podcast. But let's just say that he had some friends who were a little bit suspect. These guys all worked on both the Lincoln and the Holland Tunnel. So they're doing, like, really? tiling. Yeah, doing tiling inside the tunnel. Now, I, every time I drive through, I think, this thing is not going to hold. I know who helped build this thing. This is not going to hold. But they'd get paid. That's really nice. And he'd disappear for a couple of days. Oh, yeah. He'd disappear oh, yeah. for two days. It was like clockwork almost. My mother would tell me that, oh, yeah, payday, gone for two days. Drinking and doing whatever no. it is because you had a couple of dollars in your pocket. God. I'm assuming before the show started, since Domino and Molina are in the same studio, there has already <laughs> been the discussion about what is Italian and what is Sicilian. I'm sure that's already been. <laughs> there is uh, a difference. What about Sardinian? Yep. Ah, no. <laughs> there that's is a difference. 
Melina and Domino in the same studio. That's a good thing. As a matter of fact, in your honor, Catherine and I, to t- tip of the cap to uh, Domino and Melina, for lunch we had grilled provolone with f- prosciutto and fig. It was phenomenal. Well done, sir. Arugula. Well done. Oh, God, it was good. Prosciutto, not, yep, fig. Not too and, much fig. It wasn't sweet. Yeah, the fig no, makes it, it sound bleh. Yep. Oh, no, no, the fig I was know, great. I was worried about it, too. I'm like, I hope this isn't super sweet. And it was perfect. And did you, like, season? Did you season the whole thing up a little bit, too? Didn't have to. They did a wonderful job. It's a place called Lenora's. Just fantastic. Mm -hmm. L-Y-N-O-R-S. R-A-S. Mike and I, in uh, in honor of our uh, our heritage, I saw a financial office, some people in there. We're going to take it over later on today. We're just going to walk in. I'm going to kick in the door and say there's a new sheriff in town. I'm going to put my feet on somebody's desk. That's a good deal. That's a good idea. There's no doubt about that. It's a good idea. So what did you think of uh, of Radio Row? Oh, man. I, you know, in 25 years, so 1995, so 24, I've been a Probably 17 or 18 radio rows in 25 years, and it has changed. It is, it's a business. It's, it's hoopla-driven. This is different because at the Mall of America, you actually have a public part of it. Um, it's mm. been in hotels before, but it's always been sort of Checkpoint Charlie, you can't get in. Well, around where they've built this area in the food court, people are standing there. It is, it's a madhouse. they got the sign that says no autographs. There are guys that got nine footballs. I think a guy... Pulled the football out of his ass at one point and said, "Hey, can somebody can somebody sign this?" Because I think he didn't want to show that he had the football. So it's 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 more zoo like than it ever has been. It's yeah. It used to be a lot more comfortable, Tom. I think I told you we had we had Joe Namath on years ago for about a half hour. Now it's handlers and people. You get eight minutes and then they got to move on, or ten minutes and then you got to yeah. move on, and it's a scramble. Um, I can tell you this, Catherine. You might appreciate this. One of the Super Bowls, it was probably the third one I ever did. My wife was working as an intern at the radio station. She wasn't my wife at that point. We didn't even know each other. She did traffic on a bunch of stations in Atlanta. She had fake names, like on the country station she had a name, and on a classic rock station Mm. she was like Susie Cruz, you know, know, whatever. (laughs) So there were seven of us that went to the Super Bowl in San Diego, and I had seen it the year before. We said, let me tell you what will happen. There's a bunch of sweaty, overweight producers and people trying to grab athletes. And I said, you know, if you bring a good-looking woman, there's a better chance those people are going to say yes to her than they are to sweaty Mike or right. sweaty Joe from some <laughs> station in Portland or, or St. Louis. So we brought my wife. I'm Basically, again, I didn't know her at that point very well, but we basically pimped her out. But I'm telling you this. Our guest <laughs> list was phenomenal. There wasn't a radio yeah. station in the world that had a guest list like ours because she hustled it up. She just sort of, you know, she didn't really know anything. She didn't know any better. And she just asked, like, all of these big-name people to come on over. And, and lo and behold, they did. So that's how we met. We met out in San Diego. That's sort of how the whole thing started. But Radio Row used to be fun, and it used to be drinking at night and, and pretty good camaraderie. Now it's almost like a big hustle. Yeah, I could see that. It kind of, I mean, it actually sounded like a big hustle. It got louder and louder and louder yeah. as the day went on. Were, was, every, was every station, like, right next to each other? Yeah, it was table on top of table. They, they, and this is a different setup uh. because usually ballroom spread out. Uh, this was, they had limited space, and they were going to squeeze as many people in as they possibly could. So, yes, oh, more than ever before, we were right on top of each other. And I think I told Tom that if it's a food court, uh, at the Mall of America, and media people yeah, don't like to spend. Yeah, they don't like to spend money on food. They'll take your free food. I'm telling mm-hmm. you this: if they would have said they're going to throw ten sandwiches into the middle of this whole radio row, I, the, <laughs> it would have been a pay per view <laughs> event. <laughs> it would have been it would have been the Shark most frenzy. fun ever on TV because it would have been guys getting shivved. Uh, I think somebody would have been thrown <laughs> off the third level of the Mall of America to grab what? the extra chips. I don't understand why they didn't just have it down at the convention center. It's right down. Either. It's right down the road. It's a beautiful big convention center. That's usually there. where they somebody are. Somebody set it up. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody set it up from the Mall of America, I guess. Well, I, Minnesotans it, are proud of being thrifty. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. true. Is that what it is? Is that's that a part Scandinavian of? thing? Yes. I think. Oh. Yes, it is. And they'll save money on in stupid areas. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like buying you anything. Yeah, they save a lot of money in buying you anything, I'll tell you that. There's no doubt about that. But did you, Now, did you see any people that you knew in the business that yes. were there? Yeah, I did. I saw 
a guy who runs Fox Sports, uh, who I worked with in Atlanta. I did. I saw a bunch of people, actually. A couple of con- <laughs> the greatest gig in the world. Uh, I know a couple of wink-wink consultants. That was the business to get into. I missed the boat on a consultant racket. It is right next to bottled water. I'm not sure there's been a better racket in the history of the United States than <laughs> somebody who's had a chance to call himself a consultant. You can still do it. You can always be a consultant. It is, you know, it is unbelievable. You stay in the best hotels, best threat count, per diem, fly in and out, and basically, you know nothing. You sit down with people you've never met, and you go, you know, here's what I would do if I was you. And then they leave and they, with, a, with a pocket full of cash. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. First, The first consultant uh, that I, well, I was 19 years old went to work at KSTP Radio in, in, right, in, in Minneapolis. And Kent Burkhart from Burkhart Abrams, you remember that name? I don't. Mm, no. Yeah, he was from Atlanta. That's why I thought you oh, might know him. Oh, okay. But, yeah, Kent Burkhart, uh, Burkhart Abrams was a guy. And he's a really good guy, actually. Yeah. Uh, turns out he's a really good guy. But so I'm sitting down. <clears throat> the very first meeting, I mean, I'm 19 years old. I'm doing nights. <laughs> and who's going to tell you anything? <laughs> and he says, <laughs> uh, Catman. Because a guy, the, uh, guy named Jim Chanel gave me the name Catman. He goes, mm-hmm. call yourself Catman. I said, okay, we'll do that. He says, you got that raspy voice and, you know, Catman. Hey, Catman. And he kept doing that. Mm-hmm. Right? So <laughs> Kent Burkhart says, so Catman, I got to ask you a question. I said, yeah, what's that? He goes, uh. I think you uh, need to figure out the rotation because you missed a song last night. I said, I did? He goes, yeah, uh, in the rotation, uh, you missed playing The Night Chicago Died. And I said, oh, I didn't miss it. I didn't play it on purpose. He goes, what? I said, I'm not playing that piece of shit. (laughs) He looked at me like, who is this kid? (laughs) Remember what a horrible song that was? Of course. Of course. Oh, you, it was a terrible By the way, song. You, you served the community well by not playing it one more time. It was only played nine million times across America. <laughs> Listen, you were just fighting was a it, fight. Was it Paper Lace? Was that the name of the group? That's it. Look at you. That's exactly right. There you go. Is this oh, it? Here it is. Oh, I hate this there was a There was about a two or three year period <laughs> where music was so horrifyingly I'm not, bad. I'm not familiar with this. Oh, oh wait till you hear Lucky you. Horrendous. No, never heard it. I've never heard the song in my life. What? It sounds like they're trying to be Michael Jackson almost. (laughs) Like you know, the Addy, are you okay? Oh, this is a whole. This is a whole story. This is. Oh. Oh yeah, this was like story. story. It was story music. It's like uh, the night the lights went out in Georgia, and then the trucker songs came out, and then it was. There was such a bad run for music. For a couple of few years in the 70s. Awful. Yeah, that's very true. Yes. That's very true. So We will be back in just a couple of seconds. Chris Domino's in studio with us. Of course, he appears on the KQ Morning Show every morning with us. Mike Molina back in studio. Uh, Kostaki Economopoulos uh, calling in. We got uh, Brad Blanks either calling in or coming in. We got all kinds of stuff going on. Be right back. Tom Bernard Show. I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking. They always say the relationship with a client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital, an equipment loan, or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. If you've noticed your vision getting cloudy, blurry, or dim, or having more difficulty seeing at night, you could have cataracts. Tom here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they do much more? They do, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age where my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Of course, Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology and vision options available, so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you've been told you have cataracts or you're wondering why things just aren't as clear as they used to be, Call the experts at Whiting Clinic or go to whitingclinic.com to learn more. See the folks at Whiting Clinic in order to see your very best. And don't forget to tell them that I sent you. 
Gilly, don't be a hero. See, that was 19 years old, so it was like 15 KSTP. Uh. Billy, don't be a hero, man. The marching band came down along Main Street. The sort of awful. I just explained to Mike Molina what this is. I think he thought this I was kidding. This is very 60s. What oh, is it? The 60s at its worst. It's the 70s. Yeah. These were hits. These were hits. They were. Oh. They were huge hits. These were songs that they would, like, you know, uh, pretend to run on stage to. <laughs> just yeah. sort of do some bad dances and wiggle around. Andy, just so you know, it's a, it's a song about a guy's girlfriend telling him, don't be a hero, Billy. He's going to war. Don't be a hero. Don't be a hero. Guess what happened to Billy? He caught it. Should have been a hero. Didn't stick. It poor, didn't stick. poor Billy. Stick. Ah, God, I'm telling you. <laughs> hey, Tom, so are I... you doing the zip line? Uh, no. Am I supposed to? <laughs> Has it been, off- Has it been offered want. to me? <laughs> I don't know. I, people, I, I guess they had a limited amount of tickets, and they were sold out, like, I don't know, four months ago or something. Oh, it's a money I wonder ma- Brad Blanks got in on it. It's a money-making proposition, man. If you can actually set oh, yeah. stuff up and, and people want to get a little bit goofy, no doubt. Listen, I, again, I'm a capitalist. Go take the money. Yeah. It is crazy, though, because they're shuttling people to and from the zip line, and they have these four-wheelers all in and around town that are the transportation from parking lots and from Nicollet Mall. Uh-huh. So it's just crazy because you see all these people that are from, clearly from out of town, and they did not know or anticipate it was going to be this cold, and they're going on a zip line, and it's like two degrees. <gasps> Where, mm-hmm. yeah, but, but, yeah. Where's it set up? It's over the river. Yeah. Oh, the river. nice. So it's not windy or anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. And the river is frozen. <laughs> oh, so. If you fall, you die. <laughs> oh, this is so awesome. At least you don't drown. How, how many how many days are they doing this? So was this just a, an extended week, I, like Super Bowl week? Yeah, or? it's been... Okay. I, don't, I don't know. What do you think? You will intru- love this story, Chris. You will love this story. Because it starts on Nicollet Island, and it goes over the Mississippi River to downtown Minneapolis. Now, there used to be a person, a politician... Uh-huh. That had a house on Nicollet Island. Yep. And the house was worth uh, a lot of money. I mean, it was worth a lot of money. And I don't know how this happened, but she bought a house out on Nicollet Island. And property taxes went down to like $400 a year. Oh, so oh, perfect. Sweet. Perfect. <laughs> Love those what a win. What a win. <laughs> what a win. What a Why win. Why not? Why so what do you think judge? the insurance is on that whole zipline thing? Other than people crossing their oh. fingers and toes and saying prayers. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I'm sure you... they're. I'm sure they're like getting welded onto that thing before they get before they go. God, I hope so. I, there's got to be I'm video like... of this. Please tell me there's video maybe, of somebody maybe... losing their crap on the zip line as they're going across the river. Please maybe you're tell only me. like four feet above the river. No, no, no. no? It's way no? up. You're, yeah, no? you're way up there. Uh... Way up high. Um, who was the Who's the former NFL player that's behind it again? Robert. Um... Downey Jr.? Oh, it's a former, no, yeah, Robert Downey Jr., exactly. Great, great defensive back. <laughs> it's a former Minnesota Viking, uh, former NFL player. I can't remember who it is. Andy's looking it up. I, I haven't heard I'm about not, this at all. Not. I'm looking up a video of the Minneapolis mayor takes the first zipline ride. So, oh. oh, Jacob Fry. We'll see. Uh, if you're going to charge think. people, if you're going to charge people, Listen, I'm not saying the guy should have been the first, but you you can't tell people to spend money on this unless the mayor is willing to go across and and do it yeah, himself. Yeah, that's true. I wonder I wonder if he bought a ticket. What do you think? Thirty bucks. Thirty dollars. Thirty. They made three hundred grand off of this deal. Sold ten thousand oh. tickets at thirty bucks a piece. It's pretty high up, and Andy's it's pretty far. Got some oh, yeah. YouTube videos. Yeah, it is pretty high. One up. line but or they two are, lines. They're they're like uh, they're um, um. harnessed in, and you know, there's no way you could fall off. Yeah, yeah, that's two lines, Andy. That's two. What, that's what oh, they all say. It follows the Hennepin Avenue Bridge. <laughs> that's what they all say. Yeah, like it. Yeah. So they can rescue you quickly. Oh wait. Yeah. Listen, that, I, the river's not frozen. Well, this was like that was a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Oh, when they were testing it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't know the first much. Ride. Gra- gravity's undefeated. I'm not telling you. To, <laughs> I'm not telling you it, it wins every day, but gravity is undefeated. How long is the zip line? It's across the it's it just goes from the one shore to the other basically and it's like almost diagonal downwards. Oh, okay. I did one in yeah. Norway at the ski jump there. And that was really long. And that was fun. So was it fun? It yeah. was fun? I had a really I was like kind of one of those things and I'm not afraid of heights or yeah. like whatever. Um but 
when but I was you're not doing a it. Lover of the yeah, stuff like, either. Yeah, I'm not like I want to go skydiving. Right, you're not seeking. Bungee jumping. Yeah, right. But yeah. I was like, I can do a zip line. Okay. Like that's fine. That's like a happy medium, and the wind is hitting your face so much that tears are mm-hmm. like streaming down your face, and then I started kind of like laughing because I was like, this is. Kind of scary, mm. but it's also fun. <laughs> like <laughs> halfway well, how down. How about uh, this this woman uh, last night who went halfway and then got stuck? I told oh my! Oh. What? How does that happen? Five hours. Oh no! 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 She says five hours, but who knows how long it actually was? She would have died. Hold, hold it! It was this. Cold. It was the Minnesota zip line that we were just talking about. Yeah. Yep. For five yesterday. hours. How do you would have stuck? She would have frozen to death. <laughs> Maybe she was bundled up. Let's see. There's video. This is her taking video of it. She oh, got okay. stuck. So, I, the water is open. It's, yeah. There's just some like ice uh, flows okay. running around on is there. Is her? I think. That's, Can I tell I you what the people her. who are on that zip line are thinking? I'm serious. This is what they're thinking. Get her off. We've got more people to get on the zip line. This is money. Yeah, that five hours cost money. them money. You can tell me. You can say, oh, we're so sorry. You can play that whole nonsense and bullshit. Yeah. At the end of the day, that was that was like money. Like the ATM wasn't working for five hours yeah. if she was truly up there for that long. Yeah. The Apparently, five. the actual time was 15 minutes. Oh. oh she showed oh, five, hours, like five hours. It just felt like five hours. Because she'd be, yeah. a, she'd be a pinata uh, at that point. Quit your crying. Get off the zip line. We got money to make. <laughs> Unstrap yourself and swim Yeah, beat it, beat it, lady. God. That's what I would be screaming at her. Jump. <laughs> I do a polar plunge. It's a it's a zip line and a polar plunge. Now if you're gonna have, have the whole Minnesota whole Minnesota experience, you might as well get the whole Minnesota experience. Apparently, you have to be uh, you. There's a minimum height and weight because otherwise, there's just not enough gravity yeah. to pull you down. Oh. So she just didn't weigh enough, and yeah, the friction overtook her. So she lied. Uh, probably. Liar. That's oh, why I, you don't do that. Yeah, unfortunately, I'd have no problem with that weight thing. I'd be across that river in about eight seconds. <laughs> eight seconds, you're good to go. <laughs> Break the sound barrier. How long does it take? Uh, ladies and... Oh, sorry. It's I, not long. I, it's, no, it's, 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 yeah. it's got to be like a 30-second thing. Yeah, the one yeah, that I did long. was extremely fast. <clears throat> yeah. You moved along at a, at a high rate of speed. No, nah, I just got... Uh, I'm getting, I'm getting uh, notified by the Star Tribune website... Mm. That kickoff is in three days, four hours, and 59 minutes. Damn so right. There you go. Boo! It's my birthday on Friday, and it's being overshadowed <laughs> oh, by the Super Bowl goodness. weekend. Oh, so goodness. Yeah. How dare they? I, yeah, it's true. Right? What's the mayor going to do for you on Friday? Great question. Yeah. yeah. No, yet. Nothing as usual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> I did like what he had to say about uh, welcoming Eagles fans. Throw beer cans at him? That was wonderful. <laughs> Yeah, we played that this morning on the KQ Morning Show. He he was not too happy. Yeah, we're actually welcoming effing Phillies fan, Phil, uh, Philadelphia Eagles fans. Yeah, they were creeps, creeps uh, to us. Here, so here's I what like, you know. I I don't want the bet. We don't like each other. Don't make that stupid mayor bet. Like I don't know what Minnesota no. would put up, and Philly would tell you, oh, cheesesteaks, you know, because it's always the most ridiculous, lame bullshit in the history of the world when these guys get together. You're <laughs> awful at this stuff. How about this? Loser leaves town. Your team loses. You're out of office. Let's find out who's got a little cojones going on this one. I'm so tired of peaches and cheesesteaks and walnuts. What are you famous for? Buckeyes? Whatever. Let's actually have a real bet. And by the way, if you don't like each other, don't bet. Yeah. Don't bet. Lay See, it off. If we were playing, I would say, hey, let's bet some lutefisk, because that is one of the worst foods ever created. <laughs> I've yes. never had it. It's not good. It's not great. Never had it. I'm very proud to say I've never eaten lutefisk I in my life. I have not. But you I'm know, not Scandinavian. I, I couldn't even too much. guess what lice tastes like. Like I don't. I wouldn't even. Alex, I wouldn't have tastes, any idea. It just Alex tastes like gelatinous old fish. <laughs> Oh, lovely, <laughs> lovely, lovely. I mean, it's not like revolting. It's not like you put it in your mouth. You're like, I'm gonna. This is that sounds revolting. It's not like, it's not like putrid, but it's not. Good. Is this for sale? Like how much? Like what does this cost? Is it, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. serious. Does it cost like real money, well, like American money? Well, the thing most most people make it. My husband is 100 percent Scandinavian, and so at Christmas every year they always have lutefisk, and you buy cod. It's cod oh. soaked in lye and salt. 
Oh. Until it uh, until the cells break down into a, yep. a semi gelatinous. Does he know he lives in America? Does his family know they live in they America? Do. You don't it's, have to do this. Do. You well, we, like, so you can uh, spread it on toast. Why no, you, why do you want no, you it jelly like? No, you just eat it. Uh, well, because that's it's the food it's of their so, people. Fish. Uh, it's the food of it's their because people. because. The reason that it was invented, anyway, was so it would keep. Because, you know, what kind of bacteria yeah, is right, going to live in that? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like frozen well, like, fish fillets? Mom, it's Why like us that? eating sauerkraut and dumplings. Oh. It's like a... Yeah. That's no, just because sauerkraut and dumplings is good. Oh. <laughs> okay. Dumplings, yeah. Dumplings are just like, you know... But a lot of people don't like sauerkraut. Yeah, but that's that's vinegar, not lie. So yeah, half of my it's people... It's a bit situation. different. Half of my people used to survive on just potatoes. You know what we don't do anymore? That's Just survive on potatoes because well, yeah. we don't have to. These are my people. But you do eat potatoes. Yeah, but not the way, like, I, again, God bless the Scandinavians and all they've done for, for, for this country and their country and the rest of the world. I don't, know what the, I don't know what the biggest Scandinavian accomplishment is, but it doesn't sound like it's this. Like on the list of things that Scandinavia has given to the not. world, it doesn't sound like this food. No ish item Mm-mm, is yeah. is on is very high in the accomplishments it's not great and a lot of well, people reason... like a lot of scandinavian people know they know it's gross they're like i don't like it but they eat it mm. because it's a tradition and so they take lefsa which is like a little potato pancakey kind of thing oh this is getting worse and then gravy and swedish <laughs> meatballs and lingonberries and then hide a little bit of lutefisk in there and then kind of eat that mm. all together so the lutefisk you can't even really taste, but they're eating it because it's okay. traditional. So may I, if you have to hide your food because it's oh, yeah. so bad in other food, <laughs> I know. there's I know. no reason I, to eat that food. Trust me, I don't, okay. I'm not a huge lover of lutefisk, uh, and I'm not like, oh, I wish I could eat it more often. Isn't uh, gefilte fish the Jewish yes. equivalent of Oh, I don't know if it's yes. Jewish equivalent, but, but yeah, the same thing. what is gefilte fish? Isn't it close? I don't, I don't know. know. It, I've, I've seen it at the store, and it looks horrible. Gefilte like, fish is, let's see here... Um, I'm just trying to see how it's made because it is. Oh God, it looks. It looks nasty. <laughs> it looks like it's a jarred fish again. It looks like meatloaf. Fish loaf. Fish loaf. What? How do you make it? What is it? Preparation. Here we go. You take a fish. Um, carp usually. Carp. Yeah, it's usually carp. I don't hmm. think you ate carp. Carp, pike, mullet, or white fish. Yep. So okay. you know all the best fish. <laughs> um, Top grade fish. I don't, it, it's not saying anything. It's just like, and then you eat it. Are so those like low level helpful. fish in the fish world? Like, I'm sure there's oh, yeah. fish ranking. Oh, like, yeah. shrimp, shrimp and lobster are really high because I know they can charge for that. Yeah. It's like white fish, like, I don't know. Is it poor man fish? Is it no, like what's left over yeah. fish? Um, yeah. What's the worst? The poor man fish is, oh my gosh, why can't I think of it? Tilapia. That's really? Like, yeah. Okay. But so, that is a white fish. Yes, it is so. a white fish. Oh, it yeah. sounds like white fish are kind of lower on the fish. Do you know what Italians do, Tom? Yeah. It's, it's sardines. Yep, like, sardines, yep. sardines, sardines is sort yeah. of an Italianish thing. Sicilian. Which, yeah. Right. We get them, yep. Right. Now, I'm not a fan of that either. Got to leave the room when no, that stuff gets like out. Yeah, kippers and all that, and the sardines, and nah, and not, okay. I'm not a big fish guy. Look, I grew up Roman Catholic. Every Friday, we could not eat meat. Yep. So it was fish sticks. It was Mrs. Yep. Paul's fish sticks every Friday. Mm. Well, Mrs. I Paul, hold on, hold on. You you sound like you might have been a little bit richer than you're letting on if you were eating Mrs. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the big dough. We had Mrs. Don't Ask Where It Came From. <laughs> Mrs. Yeah. Don't Ask Where It Came From. It's so bad. Oh, Who we invented have stock Yes, online. we do. Who invented anchovies? Because anchovies those are, anchovies are Italian, too. Those are great. Yeah. That's, a, that, that's an Italian Pickled thing. herring. That's like another anchovies. Scandinavian oh. thing. Oh, they're 0 for 2. What else have you got? Herring. What, are the Greek, what do Greeks <laughs> do with fish there, Kostaki? Yeah, what's your gross fish? Heritage. What's our gross fish? Yeah, the Greek gross fish. <laughs> Every heritage has gross fish. What's yours? Um, it does. Like, boy, I don't know. I guess there's so much good fish there. I don't remember having a gross fish. The Greeks are in yeah, a good place. Yeah, the Greeks are in a good Greece place. They get like, only the best fish. Well, that's Scandinavian yeah. it's like too. Right, well, it's right there on the ocean, and yet I don't think of fish as like a Greek thing. Well, I'm, I'm going to Google gr- gross. Greek oh, this fish should be interesting. And see what happens. When I was a kid, my dad would sometimes for lunch eat uh, like pickled herring out of a jar, which yeah. I thought was gross. There you awesome. go. That's I don't think that's a Greek thing that's as much a as it is a Scandinavian thing. Poor, you know, a, a guy who grew up in a poor culture right. eating comfort food kind of thing. I always said right. fish out of a We're jar. Gonna... <laughs> yeah, that's true. We're going to take a break. 
Then we're going to find out how it is that Kostaki couldn't walk two blocks and come into the studio. Uh. Right, after this, right after this Tom Bernard show. <laughs> Just like all of you, I had been hearing about my pillow and was skeptical that it was as great as everyone says. Well, I received my first my pillow and I love it. It's very comfortable, stays in that same exact position all night. Fantastic. Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, has a very special offer for Tom Bernard Show listeners. MyPillow is offering more than 50% off his four-pack special, which includes two premium MyPillows and two go-anywhere pillows. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first MyPillow. If you already know how great the MyPillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Call 800-516-5146, use promo code TOM, or go to MyPillow.com. But make sure you use promo code TOM. Call 800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. That's 800-516-5146, promo code TOM. This is Tom, and I want to tell you a story about camping. A guy named Tim, his back pain, and his angry wife. You see, Tim went camping with his family, but he aggravated his recurring back problem a couple of days before when he was golfing with his buddies. His wife had to set up the campsite and do all the heavy lifting, and Tim couldn't do a whole lot with the two kids. Tim was not a happy camper. And neither was his wife. The following Monday, Tim's wife got him an appointment at Hopkins Health and Wellness Center, a DMR method clinic. Their team of physical therapists and chiropractors figured out what was really wrong with his back, quickly got him out of pain, and taught him how to keep it from coming back. And what did Tim say was the biggest benefit of finally handling his back problem? Happy wife, happy life. DMR clinics are a group of physical therapists, chiropractors, and allied medical spine specialists that can help you feel better fast. They have a 96% success rate. It's covered by insurance, and you don't need a referral. They have convenient locations in Hopkins, Woodbury, Rogers, and Blaine. For a free consultation, go to dmrmethod.com. That's dmrmethod.com. Bringing sexy back with Kostaki Economopolis. I like it. Yep. <laughs> Brad Blanks is talking to Justin Timberlake right now. Oh, that's right. He's hanging out with Justin. Justy, Justy and Braddy. Oh, it was okay. his birthday yesterday. Yes, it was. Well, Justin Timberlake's birthday was yep. yesterday. That's right. Kostaki. It's ga- Gavros. Does that mean anything to you? Gavros. Gavros does, but I don't know. About it no. means anchovies. It's an anchovy. They salt them. Yeah. They, Salted they, anchovies. Yeah, Garivas you see a lot. They're like... They're actually little tiny fish that are about a finger length, and they deep fry them, and you eat them whole. Fish head, oh, tail, that everything. That doesn't sound disgusting. No, that sounds that, actually pretty uh, good, maybe. Fish yeah, they're not bad. No, thank you. If you're up for that sort okay, of thing. Okay, we're going to run down the list of gross, and then we're going to get to the Greek last, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> okay, so so we got lutefisk for the Scandinavians. That wins. We got uh, sardines for the Italians. We got uh, gefilte fish for the Jews. <laughs> And we got deep-fried sea urchin for the Greeks. Oh, wow. Sea urchin. I have had sea urchin one time, and it was horrible. That sounds awful. I didn't even think that was a real thing. I swear to you now, I'm fairly intelligent. I think I'm fairly educated. I'm fairly learned. I thought sea urchin was a made-up thing. Like, I didn't even think there was such no. a thing. I just thought it was like uh, a... Step on one sometime. I yeah, thought it was just step on them in Florida, and it's not good. Yep. No. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I'll say That's this. True. When I was uh, when I was 17, I went deep sea fishing for the first time, and we were using squid to catch fish. And mm-hmm. as a Greek, I'm like, wait, we already won. Let's go home and cook. Why, <laughs> Why am I giving these up? <laughs> Why? We have squid. What are we doing? <laughs> I just thought of something just now. It just occurred to me that Catherine and I are the worst parents in the world. Oh, again? Leaving our daughter alone with a Sicilian, Italian, and a Greek. What a bad idea. That sounds like and a she's joke. Blonde. And, she, and she's blonde on top of it. Uh, blonde and blue eyed. This is a terrible idea. I also am pregnant, so that changes. Yeah, she's pregnant, though. though yeah. So that's. Yeah, that might change everything. To the Greek, that wouldn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. oh, 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 nice. Yikes. <laughs> oh, Yikes. That's, that's tough, right? Why there. is that about us and not oh, the Sicilian? Why are you guys? Because you're just called in. That's why. If you were if you were in person, yeah, exactly. it'd be nicer to you. Kostaki, <laughs> we have in studio Chris Domino, who is on the KQ Morning Show every morning. And Kostaki Economopoulos has been on this show since uh, just about day one. And I've known Kostaki for many, many years. It's too bad he, he was too lazy to come in because you guys would really like each other. <laughs> Actually, you don't, so know you, about the, you, were, you don't know about the blood feud between our families. 
<laughs> the Economopolis and Domino family. Yeah, yes, it's been going war. on for centuries. Like war across the Adriatic. <laughs> centuries. Serious. <laughs> the war in the Adriatic. I like it. <laughs> you guys make salad without feta me. cheese. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's off, ridiculous. Off with Very his head. True. Yeah, I agree with Off the with uh, complaint about the anchovies. Get those out of my Caesar salad, for the love of God. <laughs> I love anchovies. That's yeah, one of my only pizza them. rules, no anchovies. They uh, just make it awful. Yeah, you don't want it on a pizza. Yeah, no anchovies. I just had an anchovy pizza like two days ago. Yeah, I did. think you either like them or you don't. That's, that's yeah. how it Well, is. if you don't, don't have good, bad anchovies are just, they're just bad. But good anchovies basically are like, it's like salt that you can chew. See? <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's a good thing. Well, you eat you eat that's seeds. Just that's just a That was good. They should put that on the jar. Andy's salt a dago. <laughs> yeah, he, just loves, well, he just loves salt so much. You either like I them like or salt. you don't. That's how everyone feels about the Patriots. I'd, I'd rather <laughs> yeah. I'd rather go with straight potato chips. Like, if you're going to ask me if I'm going to have crunchy salt, just just throw them on a chip, and I'm all in. I don't yeah, need to be needing an anchovy. Yes. Yeah, salty potato, good baked potato, French fry, potato chips. Oh, yeah. Any of that universe. No doubt about it. Those are my sins. I could give up dessert forever. Just give me some French fries. Catherine and I got on an elevator about an hour ago, and there was a big sign that said uh, they're going to present the Super Bowl on a big screen somewhere, whatever. And apparently uh, a certain fan had been in the elevator before us because it said the it showed the Patriots logo and the the Eagles logo, and there was a circle and a double cross over the Patriots logo. Yeah. <laughs> that's how the world feels right now. Yeah, yeah, that's it right. Really is. Except Minnesota oh, seems man. to be more anti-Eagles. I was there for a media night on the opening yeah. night thing, and it was funny. It was it was the packed uh, that packed basketball arena in St. Paul. And most of the fans, you kind of rep, I didn't even, didn't occur to me early in the week, they're not Patriots or Eagles fans. They're local football fans. So they're mostly Vikings fans. Yes. yes. And uh, yes. when they introduced the Patriots, you know, some cheering, some jeering. And then when the Eagles came out, like everyone stood up and booed them yeah. actively. <laughs> it was really fun. Think about this. The Patriots are the lesser of an evil this week. I just want you to know I, that, uh, that's right? insane. My that's, tw- my 12-year-old after the Super Bowl, now look, it's Atlanta, and I get it, and she goes to school in Atlanta. She came home, she found it, and she just found it funny enough to bring the, to me. Somebody in her school had a picture of Tom Brady, and they actually drew a penis right on top of his head. Now, this is like a 10-year-old. <laughs> just, put, just, drew, just drew a penis right on top of his head, and my daughter said, Hey, Dad, look what I found at school. This is pretty funny, isn't it? I said, Yeah, it is kind of funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was six feet away from Tom Brady on Monday night, and I was thinking in my head, like, all right, right now I'm a relatively unknown comedian. But in the one moment, I could be on every media outlet around the globe. Yes. All it takes is one little surprise tackle with Tom Brady right now. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Stab him in the, did you ha- stab him in the did hand you get a, a little. Did you, give him a noogie. Get did a you wedgie. blush? <laughs> did I blush? <laughs> Yeah, did you flush? In the glow of, of, of the pretty Tom Brady's face. I got to tell you, I've been around the guy. He's a... Did you blush? Uh, yeah. I Listen, I, I'm man enough to admit it. I am man enough to admit it. I looked at that guy and said, my God. <laughs> my it's God. funny. I, weirdly, I didn't have that feeling this time. I thought he was smaller, and he kind of slouched, and he's kind of skinny. He doesn't quite didn't quite pop the way like a... Now, Jimmy Garoppolo, that's a handsome man. Give me that guy. By the way, my, my wife said uh, Tom Brady uh, out, Jimmy Garoppolo in. Oh, yeah? Really? Yeah. Wow, fickle, fickle crowd. Yeah, yeah he's uh, he looks like a GQ model. I mean, he really is. He's going to get paid, as we like to say, too. Yeah, he H- is. His check is coming in about a month. Yeah, but for sure. God, let's. Listen to Kostaki. What do you want? Another marriage to go bad? <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, my God. He's so handsome. Great. What the hell? I was just ch- I was piling on gracious. to this conversation. I mean, I'm just saying. So did you leave wise, town already? I prefer that that style to the Tom Brady pretty types. You know, a little darker. So, so you you left town already. You're already back in New York. I am in New York, yeah. I just... Uh, that's why I never had a chance oh. to meet up with you. I would love to come hang out with you guys. I was I was there for like forty hours. I did uh, oh. media night oh, okay. and the uh, two mornings of Radio Row chaos and uh, the media party. The media party was ridiculous fun. 
they shut down the middle of the Mall of America and they had the roller coasters open with free drinks. It was quite a combination. Of sure. Oh, free, yeah, any, uh, free anything with the media. Yeah, right. And I stayed at the Eagles Hotel at the Radisson Blue, and I... The security was no joke. I had to talk to a guy with a machine gun to get into the place. <laughs> he's literally like calling oh, well, in on his go. little shoulder radio, and he's spelling Economopolis. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Holding a machine gun. Like, uh, hey, good luck. Yeah, I hope just this let goes him in. well. You know, Kostaki, I got to tell you something. I could take full credit for this because when the Mall of America opened, which was, what, 30 years ago now, something like that? Yeah, probably. Maybe 28 years, whenever it was that it opened. Uh, that roller coaster that you were riding on mm. had a different theme, uh, and the name of it was, and I went after it for about a month, and they finally broke down and changed the name of the roller coaster. <laughs> because when it first opened, the, na- the name of that roller coaster was Paul Bunyan's Log. Oh. <laughs> oh. What? <laughs> Oh, Why would you? So name you're it? riding around on a turd. Uh, <laughs> never is, thought of that. That's hard to that's hard to believe that that there was a meeting and they went, "Yep, that's what yeah. we're going with." Paul Bunyan's log. Did I get to sit on Paul Bunyan's turd while it goes up and down little hills? What? They finally. Nah, no problem. No problem. I got it the Super Bowl stats for you here. You ready for this? Ooh, I am point, ready for it. 1.5 million people will call in sick the day after the Super Bowl. The last Super Bowl really? was almost a year ago, and I'm still sick about it. <laughs> oh, God, Atlanta fan. Oh, that's right. You and Domino yeah. both, Atlanta yeah. fans. Oh, God. I have a helpful suggestion for the Eagles. Don't go up 28-3. to three. The Patriots love that. <laughs> <laughs> the Patriots winning the Super Bowl is like a prostate exam. It's uncomfortable. It happens every year, and you're better off just getting it over with. Oh. <laughs> Tickets to the first Super Bowl were $14, and it was not a sellout. That sounds like one of my right. shows. <laughs> Are you getting $14 now? Yeah, well, sometimes. <laughs> You know, Saturday. The Saturday show. Saturday, 8 o'clock. <laughs> uh, the state of Minnesota has 11,842 lakes, which is exactly 11,842 more lakes than Super Bowl rings. Oh, oh man. Oh. What a backstab. Oh, Boy, hurts. the line's kind of breaking up here. <laughs> okay, went right for the low-hanging kick uh, in the ball for oh, Now, this is a stat really did. that I did not know. The Vikings have played in four Super Bowls, but never had a lead at any time in any of them. Nope. They've that's led correct. in a Super Bowl for the same amount of time as left Shark. That's, uh, that's not good. <laughs> The Vikings are wide left shark. <laughs> Gotta yes, love left are. shark. Ah. All right, we'll go back oh, to my he's team. Getting, oh, man. He's getting, we're going back to the Atlanta, Atlanta yeah, Falcons now. We Four down. teams have never played in a Super Bowl. Jaguars, Texans, Lions, Browns. But only one team played for three quarters and then not in the fourth quarter. Go Falcons! <laughs> <laughs> You can pose for a picture go. with the Vince Lombardi trophy there in town. Uh, it's in a glass case, though, so you can get really close, but you can't quite <laughs> touch it. Perfect metaphor for a Falcons fan. <laughs> it's right Don't there. Don't try to make up for it now. It was so close. Don't try to make up for the Vikings stuff. I can put a couple of Vikings jokes in there, you know. Uh, Carson Wentz said he's doing everything he can to help the Eagles win. Well, if he's not stabbing a Tom Brady voodoo doll in the hand, then he's a liar. <laughs> You gotta get out there. You gotta put a metal bucket, a bucket on Gronk's head and ring that thing like a bell. Uh, so, well, who's gonna win? What's gonna happen in this crazy game? I'm gonna tell you one thing before we make our pick. All right. So Rob Gronkowski makes a recording and he sends it out to the world. And you know what he said last night? <laughs> what did he say? It's cold here in Mindianapolis. <laughs> Mindianapolis. Yeah, well, it is. <laughs> Mindianapolis. It's, it's okay. Gronk. He didn't know the, how to say that before the concussion. <laughs> we don't. Well, I, I keep wondering. Everybody says this is the in concussion protocol. What the hell would his baseline be? Right. Think about it. What's his baseline? How would you know? How would you know no if he's concussed? The guy's my, he, he's a one syllable king. But I told Tom, 
he's an he's a savant when it comes to the playbook. I know I, I know a guy who played with him in New England. I know him well, and he says, "Look, the guy can go out and party with his brothers, and it's not an act, and it's really who he is." He comes in and he knows everything in that playbook, everything. Yep. Hmm. yep. How is that possible? To the eyeball test, he doesn't look like he would be good at that sort of thing. What is it? Did he? Does he? <laughs> Put extra time in? Is that just a weird natural skill? That I he think has? it's like a beautiful mind. I think he's like the Russell Crowe character. I don't know if he has an imaginary British friend and a little kid there on, uh, you know, on the side as well. But I, I honestly think that he sees things. I really do. I'm not kidding because the guys that I've talked to about him say it's 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 eerie. One of the reasons they can line him up anywhere, Tom, is he knows what everybody's route is. He knows what everybody's Amazing. blocking assignment is. And, and, again, the guy can't speak in two-syllable words. <laughs> That's true. And now he's hosting a comedy show. <laughs> I, can't, well. I can't buy a minute on TV doing comedy, but Gronk is hosting something. <laughs> and his, and his Kusaki, idiot... we've got some clips of yours. Should we be playing oh, yeah. them? Or do you need oh, to explain them, or well, what should we do? Wait, I have a question for you. For, now, Kostaki, can you come on for the first part of the next hour, or do you have to go? Um, I have a call at the top of the hour. i got... Six more minutes? However, you want to break that well, up. Well, this yeah, but this comes down. We, we have to be off in forty-five for all the radio stations. Oh, okay. So I don't suppose you. Well, we're going to play your clips, and I kind of wanted you to be around when we were playing your clips. Oh, I could do quick setup for them now. I think if I is that acceptable behavior? Sure. We can um, tease into the next hour. I, for you, it's acceptable. I, I talked to Jeff Laurie, who owns the Eagles, and he was far and away the most interesting interview I had of the week. He was great. Thoughtful, passionate about football. He he talked about uh, analytics, using analytics to figure out which quarterback to pick. You know, they were they were looking at like psychological information and uh, personality characteristics. And I was so enthusiastic that I was like, "So, what did you find out? What what do you look for in a quarterback?" And then this clip will have the answer. You know, whenever we've had the chance to, to really utilize <laughs> analytics that way, uh, it's been great. I just want to um, share that information. You know, I, I just think there's information out there, whether uh, it's psychological, so Chip Lurie medical. Was great. And uh, I think yeah, I, I sent you the clip of uh, Zach Ertz. I asked Zach about how he feels about fantasy. And you can feel there's a little bit of tension in some of these players' voices about fantasy. They're tired of taking guff from, you know, frustrated fantasy owners. You know, they can, mm-hmm. play, they can play a great game and just not be very active in it. And their fantasy owners are pissed. <laughs> you know? And so he, he talks about that a little bit and the upside of fantasy. And <clears throat> kind of interesting. These, these are some good, good dudes out there willing to talk to uh, journalist riffraff like me. So. <laughs> It was cool. Riff Raff. That's what I was going to say. All right. Well, we'll talk to you next week, I assume. Yeah, let's do. Let's put a bow on this and talk about uh, Nick Foles' game of his life and how he became the Super Bowl MVP. Sounds good. Now, Anyone? Chris, do you have to hit the road or can you stay along? I'm here. Let's go. Excellent. Let's, can I get out on a joke? It is right before the Super Bowl. Oh, I'd sure. love to hear it. Tom Brady had stitches surgically removed from his hand this week. No word on when doctors will remove the referee's lips from his ass. <laughs> Oh, man. Really? Good night, everybody. Really? Good night, Kostaki. We'll be back to Humber Show.